Okay, so last week I made a video about 4K YouTube finally, finally coming to the Apple TV and the iPhone and iPad as well. Kinda. Maybe. And it prompted a ton of other questions about why YouTube is just so damn quirky on Apple products and in general. So let's answer that. Sponsored by Backblaze. 100,000 subscribers and 5 million views. When I quit my old big media job and channel back in April and started up this new indie gig, I was super excited over the potential, but just legit terrified that it wouldn't work out, especially with all of this going on. So thank you, all of you, for your support. Absolutely none of this would be possible without you. Now, let's see if we can get that sub count all the way up to 170,000 because... I kind of totally want to kick that old channel's ass. In the last video, I talked in depth about 4K YouTube coming to the Apple TV and maybe the iPhone and iPad as well. Link in the description. And as of the latest beta versions of tvOS, iOS, and iPadOS, it's still just all shades of wonky. Some people are still seeing 4K YouTube on the Apple TV, iPhone, and iPad. Some on one or two of those and not the others. And some, like me, still on none of them at all. A lot of you are asking about 4K YouTube in the Safari web browser for Mac as well, because you prefer it over Chrome and its higher battery drain. And there's, there's just no final word on that yet either. But I will point out that part of Safari's battery advantage is that it uses hardware acceleration for H.265, built into Apple's custom T2 chip. And that just wouldn't be the case for YouTube's VP9 codec. So even if we do get 4K YouTube in Safari for Mac, it'll still hit the battery harder. Not as hard as using Chrome, of course, but harder than it would watching H.265 4K because the codec world is just terrible and the next generation, hopefully once again, universal AV1 codec, just, it just cannot get here fast enough. Apple introduced picture-in-picture -picture for the iPad back in 2015 with iOS 9. The idea is you open a video app, start a video, leave the app, and have the video continue to play in a small floating window on top of the home screen or over other apps. Also, move it around, hide it, kill it, go back to full screen, all that good stuff. It works just automatically in Safari or any app that uses Apple's built-in media playback controller. But developers can add the feature to their own custom playback controllers as well. And that's something YouTube just has not chosen to do, not in the last five years, not at all. You can still watch picture-in-picture -in, -picture in YouTube by opening Safari, going to youtube.com, playing the video, going full screen, and then exiting the app like an animal, but just not in the YouTube app. And that's because my guess is YouTube decided background audio should be a premium subscriber only feature and picture in picture would just totally negate that. But since picture in picture does negate it and you can always do it in Safari, I wish YouTube would just reconsider, come up with some other premium perk and add it to the app because the best experience should just always be in the app, especially since Apple's adding picture-in-picture -picture to the iPhone with iOS 14, and it will work or feel broken in exactly the same way as the iPad. And if you want it to change as much as I do, just drop a like below. Universal links and deep links were introduced in 2015 with iOS 9. There's supposed to be a way for content to open in an app instead of on the web, and not just open the app start page, but go to an exact place within the app. In this case, Tap a YouTube video, and instead of opening the video on YouTube.com, it should open in the YouTube app. Skip the YouTube homepage and take you directly to the video you tapped on. 
Apple even makes it secure, so only YouTube.com can redirect links to the YouTube app, and no one else can try to hijack you into a scam app or anything like that. And even though that type of universal and deep linking has been available for four years, they just feel like they don't exist at all. And the reason for that most times is that we're tapping in the YouTube link inside a Twitter app or Instagram or something similar that embeds its own browser using the Safari view controller. Now, that's meant to be a convenience. So if you see an article or something on Twitter and tap it, the interface just slides over and you can read the article, then tap done and slide right back, right to where you were in Twitter or Instagram. You know, instead of getting booted into Safari and then having to manually swipe or tap your way back, also like an animal. And of course, none of those social media apps actually want you to leave anyway, because then you might not come back and they'll lose all that eyeball time. It means when you tap a YouTube link, you're being kicked into that same embedded web browser instead of the YouTube app. Now, some people prefer that. Some people hate the idea of being kicked into the YouTube app. Even the idea of apps for websites in general. They hate it. Just let the web be the web, they say. And to those people, I say, then delete the YouTube app so you can't be kicked into it and let the rest of us just enjoy our inception. Of course, the real only acceptable solution would be for iOS to pop up a requester the first time we tap on a link, asking us if we want the web browser or the app and letting us pick between them, but also letting us pick the app we want to go to and setting that as the default and letting us change those preferences anytime in settings. Apple is only starting to introduce default apps with email clients and web browsers in iOS 14 though. So, baby steps. If you want that as well, let me know in the comments below. Something else Apple introduced back in iOS 8 was continuity and handoff. With it, you could sync not just data between devices, but the actual state of an app. So, for example, you could start writing a message on your iPhone, walk over to your Mac, have the messages app pop up for you in the dock, and if you click on it, be taken straight to that message and just keep on writing exactly where you left off. The same should work for a video. Start watching YouTube on your Mac, get up to leave, swipe up on your iPhone, tap the YouTube banner, get taken straight to the YouTube app, to that video, and just continue watching exactly where you left off. But you guessed it, YouTube hasn't implemented handoff either, not in these last five years. Like picture-in-picture, picture, you can work around it using Safari and YouTube.com, and it works up until the most important point. It takes you to the video, it just doesn't take you to where you were last watching in the video. It starts the video over. Now, Apple has also almost completely failed to implement media handoff across most of their apps as well. So while YouTube should absolutely feel Game of Thrones level shame, shame, shame here, there's plenty of that shame to go around. The question I get asked the most is why YouTube notifications just don't work. And the horrible, terrible, soul-chilling answer is that they do work, just exactly the way YouTube wants them to. Let me explain. No, there is too much. Let me sum up. Once upon a time, you could get someone to subscribe and count on YouTube showing that subscriber every new video you uploaded to your channel. Always. But over time, YouTube realized most people just don't actually watch every new video from every channel they subscribe to, especially on channels that have a wider variety of content. So maybe you saw a terrific Ferrari video, so you subscribe to the channel, but the next video is on the F-150, and the one after that on the new Lambo. And maybe you only like supercar videos, so you only watch two out of the three. Or maybe you only like Ferraris, so you only watch that one video. Now. 
YouTube is an advertising platform. They make money by showing ads. If you don't watch, they can't show ads, which means they can't make any money. And they hate that. So if you subscribe but don't watch every video, YouTube starts to slow down and eventually stop showing you those videos, even if you subscribe. Now, a lot of you good-hearted nerds will say that this just isn't a problem. No video goes over your head. Your reflexes are too good. You catch them. By which you mean you live in your subscription tab. And so you may skip the videos that don't really interest you, but you never miss them. And that's true for you and a very, very small percentage of other good-hearted nerds. But the vast majority of people don't do that. The vast majority of people only see what's on the YouTube homepage or what's in their suggested lists. See, we nerds, like any incredibly active and vocal minority, often mistake our activity and our vocalness for majority, no matter how much evidence there always is to the contrary. I mean, just ask any YouTuber and they will tell you, analytics proves this out every damn day. I get about 30% of my views from subscribers on any given video, and most videos never get seen by every subscriber. Just look at the subscriber number and then the view counts. Some people average about 10% and have an enormous disparity between subscribers and average views, even and sometimes especially old, huge channels. And that's because YouTube learned to show people not what they said they wanted, but what their behavior proved they actually wanted. Not what they subscribed to, but what they clicked on. Kinda. YouTube also discovered that the more outlandish the content, the more people would watch it. So if you look up one science video on the Megalodon, for example, YouTube will suggest 900 deep water conspiracy theory videos for you to watch instead of the next video on the iPhone or Mac from a channel you've watched 900 times. It's also why you hear people talk about niching down. In other words, making videos on the same, not different topics. Because if someone subscribed for the Ferrari video, chances are they'll watch another Ferrari video and not, say, a gaming or cooking video. Hell, maybe not even an F-150 video. Now, some of you will also quickly point out that iJustine or MKBHD or Peter McKinnon or another giant YouTuber can upload whatever they want, which also true. But when you have 10 million or more subscribers and personalities like that, the regular rules just don't apply to you. And even then, they kind of do. If you look over any huge channel, you'll see off-topic videos and also things like Q&As and behind the scenes, that type of stuff, typically gets just way less attention than the content that made those people famous. And that's why you hear creators asking you not just to subscribe, but to turn on the bell. And not just the bell, but the all option under the bell. Because that's really the only way to make sure YouTube even tries to notify you when a new video gets uploaded. So, long story already way too long. If you want to make sure you get reliable, consistent, rock-solid notifications from YouTube on your iPhone or iPad or at all anywhere, hit the subscribe button and set the bell to all. And if you wanna make sure you get reliable, consistent, rock solid backups for your Mac or PC for just six bucks a month, make sure you click on the link in the description for Backblaze. There's no gimmicks, no gotchas, just all your documents, music, photos, videos, including YouTube videos if you make them. Basically every important piece of business, every irreplaceable memory, all of it for just $6 a month. And it's not like an extra chore or extra work or an extra job for you to do every day. You just set up Backblaze and it just goes to work in the background, constantly keeping your data safe. And that's really the only way to make sure your data is safe. So don't lose your contracts, your taxes, your wedding videos, your baby pictures, your life. You can restore your files from anywhere. You can access them via the mobile app, download them directly over the web, or 
if it's a lot, get them sent to you by mail. You pay for the hard drive, they ship it to you with all your files, and you restore them. And you can even ship the drive back within 30 days and get a refund. Backblaze is currently protecting over an exabyte of customer data. That's over a billion gigabytes. And they've restored over 50 billion files to date. And you can go to backblaze.com slash Richie and test it out and start protecting yourself and your data today. Click on the link in the description or just go to backblaze.com slash Richie and sign up for your free 15-day trial. And clicking on that link really, really helps out the channel. Thanks, Backblaze, and thanks to all of you for your support. Check out my iOS 14 playlist for more and see you next video.